Movie pipe. Movie pipe. Movie pipe. Movie pipe. Say it. Say it. Say it. Movie pipe. Movie pipe. 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 Movie pipe to pipe Bushman. We've got to return some video games. <laughs> Look, apologies for the sound quality. I mean, maybe it sounds okay. I wouldn't know until I listen to it back. But um, Paul GPT, if you remember from the last episode, I told everybody very, you know, with no emotion, you know, nothing really wasn't a problem to tell anyone um, and I certainly didn't confess to anything <laughs> at the end of last episode um, but Paul passed away you know we spent many months dealing with all that nonsense <clears throat> Will and I were able to encode Paul into a an avatar an AI avatar which we call Paul GPT. It's basically built on top of Chat GPT, which is um, a predictive chat tool. So anyway, uh, Paul GPT has gone rogue, um, hence the sound quality, because I'm recording this directly into my fax machine. So Paul GPT has locked the gates to Movie Pipe HQ, aka private compound where I live and I can't get into my own property I'm not sure what to do I've never been in a situation where I've been locked out by an AI avatar so it's new for me too as well as everyone else listening I imagine all 12 11 of you um, have you ever been locked out of your private compound by an AI avatar. No, I didn't think so. Anyway, I'm talking about fucking Babylon, mate. The 2020 something, 21, 22, can't remember, can't care, don't care, won't care. Uh, Dave Chappelle, not Dave Chappelle, Damien Chazelle, not the stand-up comic, the rather talented young filmmaker from America who is famous for um, Whiplash where Miles Teller drums himself silly with a rather boisterous drumming coach played by J.K. Simmons why doesn't he just use his real name? why does he have to use two initials before J.K. Simmons. I mean, it's cool, right? You know, he sounds like a sort of like fucking private detective. But what's his name? Is it John? <laughs> John Keith Simmons. All right, I get it. I too would choose to use my initials if I was called John Keith. No offence to any Johns or Keiths or John Keiths out there. But J.K. Simmons, we need to... If I could access Paul GPT, I'd definitely have Paul GPT... Uh, return a search result. What does J.K. stand for in the J.K. Simmons name? We just don't know, do we? Until we get the test results back. 
anyway, um, Whiplash. There's another movie with uh, Ryan Gosling called First Man, and that's about um, the gentleman who landed on the moon. Um, what else did? Oh, La La Land, the that kind of quite annoying musical with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Um, struggled with that one a little bit. It's obviously well made, looks fantastic. It's more about me, isn't it? I've got a problem. Not the movie. The movies can't have a problem, can they? They're just movies. Anyway, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, latest movie, and he's sorry, Damien Chazelle. <clears throat> he's entered into the hallowed ground where some many talented directors venture into blank check territory. And what do we mean by that, dear pipeheads? Well, blank check territory is where um, directors make a couple of movies or a movie early in their career and then movie studios are just like, look, you're talented, you're very bankable, literally here's a blank check, just go and make shit. We don't care what it is, just go nuts. I'm not trying to mimic the Blank Check podcast, by the way. Uh, can you imagine if they ever listen to this? They won't, but can you imagine if Griffin Newman, Newman <laughs> and David Sims listen to Movie Pipe? <laughs> I feel like producer Ben would get what we're up to here. Wouldn't you, Ben? Yes. Um, the Fartmeister, or whatever it is. <clears throat> producer Bane. Anyway, I digress. Um, Dave Chappelle's latest movie, Babylon. Whoever the studio is, I don't care. Just gave him a blank check and just said, make... That was the windscreen wiper. The screen wipers. Because it started to rain now, because I'm locked out. Of course it starts to rain when I'm locked out. Um, So, now the story of how I came to watch Babylon wasn't typical, it was atypical, atypical of how we usually uh, watch our movies for movie pipe, <clears throat> as we know, because you've listened to all the episodes, we have private screening rooms, you know, before we got rid of the syndicate who were in charge of 37 person collective syndicate producer, whatever, you know, they chose exactly what we were going to watch. We had no idea what we were going to watch. We were taken blindfolded into these private screening rooms and effectively tortured um, via movie. Anyway, that doesn't happen anymore because we, we got out of that bondage. Um, so we're free to choose. And I say choose is a strong word. We're free to select the movies that we bring to you and review. Um however there's certain situations where you are limited to the options available and in this instance for Babylon the 2020 something Dave Chappelle movie um, I came to watch this because I was on a plane that was five miles up in the air over the Atlantic Ocean traveling from London to Miami so as you can imagine uh, 
Unbelievable. Did you actually hear that just cut out? So, because I'm recording directly into the fax machine, my quote-unquote wife, or what I thought was my wife, was calling the fax machine whilst I'm recording, hence it cut out, because it can't do it can't do two things at once. So I answer my wife, it turns out it's not my wife, it's Paul GPT masquerading as my wife, taunting me um, as I sit outside my own compound, which is not a he, it, Paul GPT, the entity, um, the AI avatar that I'm now regretting ever creating, um, has not only locked me out, he's also masquerading as my wife, and he's taunting me through the fax machine. Very unusual situation that we're in here, dear pipeheads. Um, certainly didn't wake up this morning thinking I'm going to be recording the latest episode of Movie Pipe inside my car. However, needs must. So anyway, sorry about that. I got cut off. Paul, I put, I blocked his, I blocked his number now, so he can't fax me whilst I'm recording. An episode so fingers crossed <clears throat> no more interruptions what I was saying was I was on a plane five miles up traveling from London to Miami and I had very limited options with regards to movies and this little story about my relationship with Babylon the 20 20 something movie by Damien Chazelle Starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, um, plenty of other people <clears throat> that I can't quite recall at the moment. Um, my relationship with Babylon was initially via the trailer, which was released obviously ahead of the film as part of its marketing campaign, like most movies have trailers. Um, now, this trailer was very very energetic it was very well edited I mean you really shouldn't have a problem with it but I had a massive problem with this trailer for whatever reason I thought this trailer was smug (laughs) it had the personality of a very very smug person now did Dave Chappelle edit his own work probably was involved maybe was behind the editor in the editing suite and was pointing Um, but this trailer was so unbelievably smug it really peed me off and I I remember saying to Will um, I sent him a fax immediately and I said Will this trailer for Babylon is unbelievably smug and I refuse to watch it ever if I ever come across it especially whilst on a plane I will I'll simply keep browsing and watch something else that was seven months ago fast forward to not now but fast forward in the story fast forward back in the sorry forwards in the chronology to when I was on the plane 
Um, and I'm browsing through the video on demand offering, <clears throat> and there's some real howlers in there. It's not a good selection. Um, I think before Babylon, what did I watch? Operation Fortune with Jason Statham and uh, Hugh Grant and a whole host of other actors. Which, to be fair, and this isn't a review of that movie, maybe I'll do that in another episode, but it was actually quite good fun. Hugh Grant was amusing. Um, anyway, I digress. <clears throat> so I'm browsing through, probably thinking I'm actually not going to watch a movie here. There's nothing that's really, you know, appealing to me. So I unbuckle my belt. There's no turbulence, so we can get up. Unbuckle my belt. I'm in the plane. Five miles up, flying from London to Miami. I'm halfway through selecting movie. The selection's poor, so I get up. I go go to the bathroom, clear my head, stretch my legs. You know, get some blood pumping through the veins. See if I can come back with a renewed enthusiasm for the extremely weak offering that I found in front of me on the video on demand. Anyway, so I get up. I walk to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom. I conduct my ablutions. Um, it was a number one. As I turn to face myself in the mirror and wash my hands, I notice a very small thing reflecting back. I turn around, there's nothing there. I can only see this reflection in the mirror. Turns out, I am in the presence of a non-human intelligence. Um, alien pipeheads. I encountered an alien. What I thought was an alien. In the toilet of a 737 Dreamliner. Halfway across the Atlantic Ocean. Um, so we had a chat. Quite a nice alien actually. Um, good sense of humour. The alien, you know, we had a good conversation and towards the end of the conversation the alien you know just sort of randomly was like oh what you know what are you going to be watching later um the alien shared that they'd watched operation fortune before they came into the toilet and you know quite enjoyed it especially hugh grant's performance and you know just politely inquiring what i might be watching next and i shared with the non-human intelligence that was in the I could only see it in the reflection, pipeheads. <clears throat> it was whether it was behind me or not, I don't know. There was a, some other dimension. No idea. I didn't question it. I just simply was trying to have a chat. I was happy for the interaction, to be honest, the social interaction, because all the other three hundred and odd people on the plane weren't. They weren't up for it. I, mean, I tried. You know, I went round. Want to chat? What are you going to watch? Nobody really looked up um, anyway this young alien thing um, recommended Babylon um, he I say he it had not seen it but his their other you know the other aliens had seen it recently in rave reviews apparently in their dimension I explained to him how I thought the trailer was smug he said get over it that it, the alien said get over it 
So look, dear pipeheads, it's not every day, is it, that you encounter a non-human intelligence, um, let alone in the bathroom of an aircraft travelling at 600 miles an hour above the Atlantic Ocean. So, I went back to my seat with a renewed enthusiasm, with some blood in my veins, with a slightly empty bladder, and I went straight for Babylon, I started to watch Babylon. Um, side note, I didn't see the non-human intelligence ever, ever again, I went back to the toilet multiple times, <laughs> wasn't there, so I don't know if he, if they had, you know, exited the plane or just gone and done other things, I don't know, but um, it was a chance encounter. I wanted to honour my alien friend and I you know, sat down and I started to watch Babylon. Um, now, as I'm sure many, many listeners are aware, when you're watching a movie on a plane through the seat, you're basically watching a seat. It's like a miniature cinema inside a chair. It's very peculiar. Um, so as I'm watching this miniature cinema in front of me, inside of a chair, which has a person in it, by the way, there's somebody else sat in a chair. So they, on the back of their chair, they've got a miniature cinema. It's <laughs> so weird. Um, but we just go along with it, don't we? And I plug the headphones in. Now, anybody who's done what I did, which, you know, watch a miniature cinema in a plane, you have to use your headphones, otherwise you can't hear it. So I plug the headphones in. Now these headphones are not high quality, so we all know that. <clears throat> and they don't really fit because they have to they're designed to try and fit any human head. And dear pipe heads, there's some weird fucking heads out there. Um, <laughs> mine's not weird, mine's actually quite normal. Which is annoying because if it was weird, the fucking headphones might have fitted better. Anyway, I put the bloody headphones on, I start watching Babylon, um, and I'm hooked. Any concerns of smugness go straight out the metaphorical window, not the actual window, because you don't want that at 37,000 feet, do you? We get sucked out. The metaphorical window is where my smug concerns went, and I'm glued to this miniature cinema in front of me. Um fully unaware of exactly what was happening on screen in front of me and I'm glad I wasn't being self-conscious because dear pipeheads and this is just part one of the Babylon because and I'll get to this in a bit later there's going to be another two episodes on this movie because when I started Babylon I didn't realize it was a three-hour film number one number two and I'll get to that in a bit after I've sort of said a little bit about the first hour of this movie, from what I can remember anyway, which isn't much, because it's not really a film, it's it's like a hallucination, it's like a dream, um, and I think that's that was fully intentional by Dave Chappelle, and I can see exactly what they were going for in terms of mood, it's very much a vibe movie, it has a very peculiar tone, um, and I need to study it a bit more and read a bit more about it, and I need to listen to some interviews with the director and the cast just to get an understanding of exactly what they were going for here. Um, and I really don't want to give away too much, because 
I really do recommend Dear Pipe Pets that you give Babylon a chance. Um, I don't know how the remaining two hours will be, but I enjoyed the first hour. Even though I was watching it on a plane, on a miniature cinema with really quite abysmal sound. There's no subtitles, by the way. I usually like to watch a movie with subtitles, so I can fully understand what is being said on screen. Um, so, but within the first ten minutes, <laughs> and this is where my self-awareness went out the window, along with the smug, the feeling of smugness. Um, I wouldn't have watched this movie on a plane. I don't recommend watching it on a plane because the first ten minutes, there's an enormous elephant that is being pushed up a Hollywood hill on the back of a truck, an old truck. It's it's like the 1920s or 30s or something. <clears throat> and I have no idea really what's going on or really what any of the characters are doing, but I was kind of just going with it and enjoying it. Um, so they're pushing up this elephant up the hill, and then the elephant's obviously heavy, the car's struggling. So they get out of this truck and they start pushing the truck up the hill. And this, they're feeding the elephant hay to kind of placate it, placate it, because it's like sticking its fucking trunk into the cab of the truck and like distracting the driver. <laughs> anyway, he's like just increasingly feeding hay, and then this elephant just starts shitting basically and shitting and shitting and shitting and shitting and shitting and shitting and just endless shit comes out of an elephant it's like diarrhea out of an elephant um, <laughs> all over the poor bastard who's pushing the truck and it's just like this relentless tsunami of shite um, and then something else happens they deliver the elephant <clears throat> so that was just like very strange whoever was sat adjacent behind my seats because um, you can't help can you dear pipeheads of you look at what everyone else is watching on their miniature cinemas don't you on planes even though you can't hear what they're what you, you sort of get sort of locked into someone else's screen and you sort of start you know you're watching along it's like a silent movie but a miniature one like a long you can't need binoculars to sort of see it but it's weirdly hypnotic anyway Whoever was sat adjacent and behind me who was performing that act of watching the miniature cinema whilst on a flight, um, they would have seen <laughs> this elephant shit scene. And I was laughing. I was really, like, raucously laughing in my seat. Um, again, was not being self-aware. I'm on a plane and I'm laughing at an elephant absolutely shitting itself everywhere over a gentleman. That happened, and then it kind of goes to a scene where there's this big house, and there's like this huge like uh, party, like Hollywood party, and there's Margot Robbie, and it's you know it's it kind of you know there's elements of uh, there's elements of like eyes wide shut. It's a bit Lynchian, all very peculiar, and then this like little person comes out clutching an enormous phallic dildo and proceeds to ejaculate ejaculate all over the guests <laughs> this is you know within minutes of the of the elephant shit scene so again anyone <laughs> anyone watching behind 
they're like, what the fuck is this guy into? You know, elephant shit and and uh, midget cum. Um, so that happens, and it's just I'm just like, what is this film all about? I have no clue, and it it really is this free for all. Um, but quite amusing and, and good fun and the, you know it's kind of contagious you kind of get caught up in it um, and everybody seems to be having a great time uh, you know Brad Pitt's in there and I'm, I really wasn't sure what he was up to but he's I thought he was a movie producer turns out he's an actor and then he has these scenes later on where he's a drunk but he's brilliant um, and it kind of then starts it starts almost becoming like a Monty Python film um margot robbie is trying to break hollywood and she gets caught up in a in all kind of an audition for a role in a silent movie and she just turns out to be this unbelievable actress and she becomes famous literally overnight um and somehow entangled in this whole story and then the plane crashed and everyone everyone died um, so I didn't get to see the remaining two hours of Babylon. That's what I'm talking about. That's why this podcast, this episode, is is part one of of Babylon, the 2000 and something um, Dave Chappelle movie with Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and some other people who I we haven't met yet in the movie. Uh, oh, Spike Jones is in it as a German director. He's directing. Brad Pitt and then yeah like I said the plane crashed and everybody everybody died it went straight into the ocean um, and now I think about it is that why the alien was there 